welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destin for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today is one of my favorite days of the year. It's Potapalooza Day, and I get to meet and interview all kinds of amazing people that I would not have had a chance to meet before. And my guest today is Sherry Darden, and Sherry and I already have so much in common on some of the, <laughs> the tools that we use in interacting with people, but I'm going to let her tell her own story. Sherry Thank you for being here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're so passionate about communication. Thank you so much. And it it is an absolute pleasure to to be here. And I can't wait for us to talk offline over some coffee um, about all of our connections. And so just a little bit about me, Kansas City native, go Chiefs, um, moved to Dallas, Texas. And I'm going to share that with you because when I moved to Dallas, I had Missouri Techs. And the assumption is that I was a Yankee. So anything north of the Red River is being a Yankee. So diversity about that. The way that I talked, um, it's still a struggle for me to say y'all, but I get it. I'm getting a little better. (laughs) You know, dad being from East Texas. And so when we talk about passion, my passion is making sure that everybody gets heard. And when I talk about get heard is making sure that we are listened to, that we first to seek the other person first seek to understand and then be understood. Because I think that's the biggest thing in success is making sure that we're hearing the right thing so that we're responding to the right thing. I think that gives everybody such a great and equal voice. So that's really my passion is communication, conflict resolution. Because again, you know, sometimes you say it's not made necessarily what I heard and making sure that we're on the same plane. It just makes I know it's going to sound hokey, makes the world sound, makes, makes the world a little better, but it makes us a little bit more efficient because when we don't have to repeat ourselves, we're less frustrated, we get more done and it's just, just better, (laughs) just better. Oh, it is. And I used to be so frustrated. I was in the federal government for many years and I would get frustrated. I'd go into my boss's office and her desk was set up. So her back was to the door when she was typing and she'd call me in and she, and I would say, hey, and she would, she had a little mirror and she'd see that it was me and she'd go, okay, well, let me just finish this up. Go ahead, but tell me what you're doing. And I wouldn't speak and she'd keep talking and finally she'd say, go ahead, I'm listening. And I would start to share whatever it was she had asked about. And then she would stop, turn around when something like piqued her interest and say, say that again. I was so frustrated because if she had stopped typing and listened, what would have happened? She the first time, me. right. <laughs> so we, 
to be cognizant of that, right? Like, if I'm talking to you, I need to be taking notes and or looking you square in the eye. Those are really should be the only two options happening. And that's really part of active listening. So you talked about the two things in active listening, because only 5% of what you, Jennifer, and 5% of everyone here that's listening, if you're watching the podcast and not listening, only 5% of what you receive from us today is from words. The other combination is through body language and the inflection of our tone. So if she had turned around and looked you in the eye and watched your body language the very first time, she would not have had to say, say that again. And let me just also to say with communication, it's an active task. It's not passive. Most times we think it's passive because we're receiving, but it really is active. I need to see you, you need to see your eyes. You know, I need to see maybe, you know, I, I talk with my hands. I talk with my whole body. So when I'm a public speaker, you get to understand and you get to, to receive what I'm talking about. So there is less misunderstanding. So I just love the two things that you talked about are two of the things that we need to do when we think about active listening. And so that my signature talk, are you listening? We really need to listen with our eyes, with our ears, and also too with our hearts a little bit. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Because we're just wasting everybody's time. You have to repeat it. It takes them longer. Like everybody, everybody loses all the way around if you're not actively paying attention. I love that. I love that. Okay, so what else? So what what can we do to communicate more effectively? Well, again, I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like a broken record here. Um, it, it's about listening. And what I mean by that is, in uh, practicing DISC, if I'm really listening to you, there are going to be words that are going to um, kind of set off a bell or whistle about how to communicate with you. Because part of diversity, and again, we talked, diversity is not just about age, sex, religion, all those things. It's about our communication style. So working with the client, helping her get three years of financial projections together to go to her board to get funding so that they could rent and lease or lease 24,000 square feet. So I get the three years projections because I'm a former accountant. I like to talk too much to be an accountant. <laughs> got, got the three years projections, did a, created a, an elaborate legend. And so for those of you not familiar with legend, it's if revenue says $2.5 million, there's a footnote down at the bottom that says, how did we come up with these numbers? So that the reader doesn't know it's just not pie in the sky. I mean, I did an amazing job and I, I don't brag on myself very often, but I was so proud of myself during this. Send her an email with the attachment. Here's the spreadsheet. Here's the legends. And I mean, I'm very um, explicit and very... Um, verbose, you know, about my explanations about what I'm submitting. The email I get back from her was T-H-X. T-H-X. So, yeah, yeah. So I had, because we're both eyes. So I had to kind of sit there for a minute and I was kind of offended and I was kind of perplexed and I just kind of watched the email for a minute and I was like, okay, obviously she didn't see. So I emailed her back. Did you see? Da -da -da -da. I get an email back saying, yeah. 
So I had to eat my own cooking because sometimes as practitioners and coaches, we don't always eat our own cooking when we can serve it to others. And I said, wait a minute, Sherry, are you listening? Because we can listen through words. Remember I said just the words. So even though it was email, I had to listen to her. So that THX and that YEP meant she was a D, meaning she likes cliff notes, quick, short, to the point. If she had needed anything extra for me, it would have been in that response. So when we talk about the, the platinum rule and the platinum rule, everyone is, we, we, let me go back. Golden rule, we think the golden rule is treat everybody the way you want to be treated. We were taught that in elementary school. Our parents taught us that. Let me tell you, wrong. We treat people the way they want to be treated. So when we think about communication, so we need to communicate with others the way they need to be communicated with. So through your relationship with this client, I learned when I sent her an email, quick, short, to the point, bullet points. If she needed more explanation, the better. That's the reason why we had a three-year relationship because communicating, you know, being successful in business, customer service, it, it just plays across all industry lines and all roles that we play is we need to listen how that person wants to be treated and then we treat them, communicate with them by active listening, which was look at those words. Yep, meant yep. It didn't mean yes and. Yeah, she was done. <laughs> so for those of you who may not be familiar, um, Sherry and I both studied the same form of DISC. There are different companies out there that put their own twists on it, but we studied the same one where D-I-S-C, all the letters are in caps. And the D, when she said her client was a D, D stands for dominating a problem. And sometimes we feel like they're trying to dominate us and overbearing to us, but actually they're just attacking the problem, short, quick. They want nothing but bullet points. Like, give me the bullet points. And you know what? Five is kind of pushing it. Yes. Three is perfect. Yes. Five is like, mm -hmm. man, you must be elaborating. And again, if they want more, they're going to ask for more. Mm -hmm. And then we have the eyes. What do we eyes want? Eyes are, um, for the general population that, that hasn't taken an assessment or have been coached in that, uh, we're the warm fuzzy. You know, it's how are you doing? How was your day? It's really about relationship. And being down here in Dallas, you know, there's Dallas and there's Fort Worth. And people like to say Dallas is the D. We're quick, short, to the point because got a lot of transplant, a little bit more cosmopolitan. And then Fort Worth is the I. They want to do relationships with people they know. So it is, how are you? Tell me a little about, about, about yourself. How's the weather? Let's get to know each other a little bit on a personal level. Then we can move into the business. They're opposite ends of what we kind of think about the spectrum of DISC because I is relationship. Let's talk about feelings of things. And your D is, if we start talking about feelings, my face is melting off. Your Ds are task-oriented. Your I's are people-oriented. So when you talked about the D, you know, how is it attack? They attack the task. So you'll hear them say things like bottom line, big picture. That's listening to the words. You know, your eye is going to go, happy Monday. And I find myself doing that. Happy Monday. But again, I'm I'm listening to my receiver and those who don't want to know about Monday. <laughs> it's like, I need X, Y, and Z. So that, that's your D and that's your I. 
And so that's kind of giving you just kind of a quick snapshot of, of what uh, Jennifer and I do with DISC. It's a wonderful tool. It's not a personality assessment kind of gets a bad rap. It's really about communication style. How do we look at things and how do we communicate it? So it's a, it's a, it's a game changer for everyone, even in your personal life. And I heard one time I was, I, I worked for the federal government. I, I mentioned, and a lot of people in the federal government, they're often very much introverts, often very, not very uh, talkative, like just give them the job, let them do it. And I was with a management team and we took the test and I was the only one who scored high in the I. And I is for influencing others. And the leader of the group, which this was one of the reasons I got so interested in it was like, if you have a new program, give it to Jennifer because she's a cheerleader and she will get everybody on board. And so the fun thing about DISC, it it is, you know, communication behavioral style test versus personality quiz, like you say, but you learn to appreciate all the people on your team. And we, you mentioned earlier in our conversation about diversity and we need it all. We need the D's to come up with the solution. We need the I's to get everybody on board. And then the S's are the ones who are going to write all the SOPs and how we're going to implement it. They love the procedures yeah. of it. Yeah. And then C for the compliance. Are we doing it and doing it right? So we need everybody. And people think I want to hire somebody just like me because we'll play really well together. What do you think about that? Oh, you're shaking your head. For those of you who are listening to audio, Sherry's now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm shaking my head. No. But no. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> no, and and so, you know, when you think about um the, the phrase putting a square peg in a round hole, we need different people because if everyone is D, then everybody's looking at the big picture. And then your your S, which is sometimes we think about, you know, you're steady. It's like, let's think about things. So, or, or your conscientious person or your compliance person, you know, let's talk about making sure that we dot all our I's and cross all of our T's. You need each and every person, because again, if everybody's looking at the big picture, nothing gets done. Also too, if everybody is an I, which is, you know, your, your influencer, um, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> You know, but we're not going to. No. So I have another trainer, uh, the speaker friend, and and we're working, we were kind of opposite on that. And so she was really the high eye and I was really the conscientious person of it. Um, so she's like, let's do, let's do a, let's do a, an event and we'll have these and we'll have these little sparklers. And those of you that, that, that can see, um, you know, we got the little clapper thing so that you can hear, we want to do all that. And I go, okay, that's great. But what's the, why are we doing this? How much are we making? What's our goal? And she was like, you are just no fun. But we needed both of that because at the end of the day, even though she wanted to have fun, she also too wanted to make money. So it keeps us all grounded. So we really need to have a well-rounded. Those of you that are leaders, that you are looking to place people in the right position, it's a great tool because if you've got someone who is looking at the big picture, really doesn't want to talk a whole lot. You don't want to have them as the the forefront speaker person. You know, you don't want to have them going to the conference. <laughs> Think about conferences because they're like, why, why do I need to talk about this little tchotchke? You know, I'm holding up something here. It's a, it's a battery power bank. You know, 
I, I don't care about this. I just really need to think about bottom line. So it's just a really good, well-rounded way so that everybody can play well in the sand because you're going to have the person who has the vision of the big castle. You need to have the person that keeps us all going when we're tired. You need the other person who can maybe get through the stats of how tall we need to make that sand castle so that it doesn't topple. So it it really, we really do need, because if we have everybody like ourselves, nothing will get done in, in any, any aspect of that. So it's just a really great way. And it's also to a great way for motivation. How do you motivate people? You know, again, that D, that dominant person, not a whole lot of fanfare. So I, I do an exercise when I do uh, group coaching and it's it's planning the ultimate vacation. And so I give them markers. You know, and I give, you know, I'm like, if you're going to give, uh, if you're going to create a flyer for a D, you know, and of course I give it to the eye and you've got all kinds of, you know, pine, you know, um, palm trees and lots of color. D doesn't want that. Give it to him black and white. You know, it's prestigious. It's the top rank. It's all of those things. So we have a really great com- uh, conversation um, about success when we're thinking about selling, because I do that with real estate agents and that kind of thing. You know, if you... I want to buy a house. So it's not just about the neighborhood. How do you sell to me? You know, to me, I want to know about property tax because our property tax is ridiculous in the Dallas area, you know, but I do also want to know about bay windows and, you know, all of the tchotchkes there. So knowing, listening to that person about what their desires are for that home, then you get to communicate with them, get to find the house, get to find the bullet points, the selling points and that kind of thing. So it's just a wonderful tool. Can you tell I like disc? It is. It's so wonderful. And, and a, a similar example was at a restaurant. If if you're a, the wait staff a server at a restaurant and a couple is having a very in-depth conversation. Yes. Yeah. What's going over is a high eye trying to have a conversation with them and interrupt them. We don't appreciate it. If I'm having a conversation with my friend, just say, do you need anything else? And walk away, right? You're going to get more tips. Um, one person say, to trade, that tip. Absolutely. One person I trade with said, wow, I get a whole lot more tips now that I can read the room and see what the customers are looking for. Yeah. So they can, they yeah. can get what they want. So what else? We just have a few minutes left and this has been such a fun conversation. We're going to have to get together. Sherry's in Dallas. I'm in Oklahoma City. We can meet in the middle. It's just- Yes, right up on I-35. We can be be at the outlet mall, at the casino. (laughs) Absolutely. That type of thing. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about what you think success is so the audience can really get a sense of what they can step into more powerfully now after our conversation. Yeah, I think success is reaching your objective. Oh. And so when you reach your objective, whatever that is, it has to be communicated correctly. There's no ifs, ands, buts. So if you're thinking about Twitter or Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or face-to-face, we're all selling something. So whether we're looking for a job, success, your objective is getting that job. So when you're listening to that interviewer, you're going to be listening for the words that they are looking for. If you're looking for a contract, and even though you're talking about the state or federal government, nonprofit, all of those things, we're still selling, we're reaching an objective, which is to exchange money for services. 
they're still individuals. So many times we kind of think about people globally. So even that D person <laughs> is still working with another person. So success is meeting your objectives and meeting your objective is to actively listen for that person you want to exchange something with and speak their language. So figure out what your objective is, listening, doing that active listening. Are you listening? Really? Are you listening? And implementing that platinum rule, which is treating or slash communicating with them the way they want to be communicated with. Many contracts I've received because they say, Sherry, you get me. You listened. You really heard. You weren't just trying to sell. You heard what I wanted and you met me where I was. So that's what success means to me. Oh my gosh. I love that. So if anyone in the audience wants to get hold of you, Sherry, how will they do that? Well, it's real easy. My first name is Sherry. Last name is Darden. S-H-E-R-R-Y-D-A-R-D-E-N. So I'm on LinkedIn at, at Sherry Darden. My website is, guess what? SherryDarden.com. <laughs> and then you wonder what my email address is. It's Sherry at SherryDarden.com. Same thing on Instagram. So again, make it easy for people to communicate with you. So it's Sherry Darden across the board. Oh my gosh. And we'll have it in the show notes just in case somebody missed it. I'm Jennifer Takagi and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.